Hello and welcome to the 14 questions or welcome back or welcome back. Yeah, that's a, that's your line. That's I had to do both. You're staring at me. We're like we're, we're like doing the parent trap thing here. Yeah. I'm you, you're me. Everybody's confused. Totally. So I'd ask you how your weekend was, but, um, we both lost an hour this weekend. I know it's awful every year it comes around and you, you know, it's coming. And then, yeah, it's, and you know, we should almost do an episode at some point in time, but they this steal an hour of my life away from me. Daylight savings time stuff that we do. I mean, this goes, we could actually do a whole episode. We're not going to tonight, but you know, we just wanted to make an excuse if we're a little <laughs> that'll, off. That'll be for the fireside chats version of the 14 questions. Yeah. Tonight we regale you and bore you to death with they, the history no, no, they, of daylight savings they, time. They started in on eight, this day in 1895. I was guessing at the date. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kind of became a big thing in the uh, energy crisis, you know, in the seventies for the States anyhow, but a lot of the world does it. And then, you know, people get really confused. I almost missed a, wasn't an important meeting. It was, it was a family zoom thing, but yeah, a multinational family zoom thing. Yeah, it was actually, yeah. Time zones don't, don't line up, especially if you have daylight savings time. Right. So, you know, yeah, it's rough that and that, and you know, we're down here. We, we record in North Carolina and, it is that that time yeah, of the year. It's the most wonderful time of year when the pollen starts. Yeah. Allergies, and folks. For folks that have never <laughs> been to our lovely state of North Carolina, the pollen you can hear it right there, my little sniffles. I apologize for that. But the pollen comes down so heavy and thick. An hour outside, your car will be covered in an eighth of an inch of yellow fuzz. Yeah. So for, for folks that it's, it's haven't wild. seen this. I will do this. Remind me. I will post a picture of my car here in the next few weeks on the Twitter feeds. Now, yours is perfect because Dan has a glossy black vehicle and this stuff. I kid you not. You park his car outside for an hour and it looks like a legal pad. No, it does. <laughs> you know, you're like. You run the windshield like, wipers. Dan, to I see didn't realize you yeah. got the canary yellow. Yeah. No, we're not kidding, folks. So. Yeah, it's, it's awful. So if we sound a little sniffly and stuffy, we apologize. But. It's a thing. Claritin, Zyrtec. I love them to death and they help, but they just don't do the job 100%. So this is kind of funny before we tell folks what we're actually going to be talking about on this episode. But we we got a question. We didn't get a question at the 14 questions. We just had a question coming through our Twitter feed. It from, just showed up in the Twitter feed. From, I guess the uh, username here is Atrophy Wife. As opposed to a trophy wife. <laughs> no, I don't we, know. We, I appreciate John. the pun. I appreciate the fun. I'm a trophy wife. I just, you know, have given oh, up. Oh, <laughs> a trophy. Oh, that yeah, is kind of funny. Atrophy, you know, being like a muscle deteriorating and just not functioning anymore it's, due okay. to lack of use. Or a trophy What's at wife. Me? So it makes sense. It's a pun. Zuza underscore real. But yeah, whatever. So this was a question. Question to all the men out there. What do you think this is? Now, I'm not sure why they... And there's a photograph to contextualize this for those listening. Well, and the photograph includes the brand name Logo. I mean, Lego. Lego. <laughs> yeah, but if you're looking at it on a phone on your Twitter feed, like that's a tiny thumbnail. And so maybe you won't see it because... So what it is, it's a, it's a, a, a part separator. It looks like a doorstop almost. But it's a, it's a little plastic device that's used to leverage two Lego blocks apart that are stuck. Um, I own one. 
It, why does this I not shuffle? Because yeah. <laughs> I have some really nice Lego sets. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what her intent was there. No, me neither. Like, I'm like, curious to all the men out there. I'm like, you know, Legos and these small little guys are hard to separate. It's not a strength thing. Like, I need I need nimble little digits sometimes, too. Maybe we should uh, tweet back that it's a, a nail protector. Helps you not break your long nails. <laughs> I mean, yes, it does. Yeah. I, it almost looks like a pair of, twe- not tweezers, but nail clippers now that you mention that, too. But in, in, <laughs> anyway, this came across our Twitter feed, and we're like, we like questions, so we had to we had to answer it. So then we start talking about toys, you know, Lego and whatnot, and on well, and on down the rabbit hole. And it hole. reminded me of the other thing, you know, like, you know, one of the, you know, when we used to be able to travel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. This Skiffle Airport, and, and you go out there, of course, you know, if you enjoy coffee or, you know, tobacco or anything, but. You sit out there in this very nice thing waiting for a taxi cab and there are these massive Lego things that people sit on because, of course, that's where they... Yeah, you're literally in Lego land. Literally, yeah. Not just the store, the Disney World attraction. So you're kind of thinking about, well, first, like, you know, cool stuff like Legos. Like, I think Lego's cool. And then, and then you know, some of the stuff is, you know, it, it sort of ebb and flows into maybe a fad. Yeah, you know, yeah, a lot, a lot of the cool toys over the years are definitely, yeah, fads, fads. You know. Yeah, they're, they're here one minute and then gone the next. Because and then they come back. Some do. The, the really good ones do. They're timeless toys. They're timeless. Toys. Lego. I'm going to put Lego there. Lego's a timeless toy. Absolutely. Uh, Rubik's cube definitely a fad, but they're never going to go away. It's no, timeless. Never. Yeah. It's timeless. There's something just magical about that little three by three cube that infuriates some people and you know other people not so much yeah and then the, you know you had the you know when at least when rubik's cube came out and uh, you'd have those those kids that appeal stickers off yeah you know to try to <laughs> cheat i'm like you can disassemble the thing yeah. without taking the stickers off i forgot you could do that yeah yeah but yeah. that's like that's actually when you think about it, that's a pretty complex thing, I would think, back then to put together. Yeah, the design's fascinating. If you've yeah. if you've never taken one apart, it's really interesting um, because the whole thing is built just around two axes, basically with three really. Yeah. Um, that intersect in the middle. Um, yeah, they're they're interesting. But yeah, fads and toys and things that come and go and here one minute, gone the next. So shall we uh, wait until after break to get into some of the, our top 10? I don't know if there's, if we have 10, but we definitely have. Oh, I've got like 20. Okay, yeah. you 20. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started going down this rabbit hole and was like, oh my goodness. How about that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's take a quick break. Sit tight. We'll be right back. Yet to give or get, the kids will all want to try. 
heat of the day when you're ready to play. Everyone knows it's Slinky. It's Slinky. It's Slinky. For fun, it's the best of the toys. It's Slinky. It's Slinky. The favorite of girls and boys. So is it just me or does every ad from the 60s for children just sound creepy like it should belong in a horror film? It is a little weird. It, it, they just sound strange. I don't know if it's the audio quality from back then, like that tinny sound, you know, but you're, you're like, I, I want to be in a, in a haunted house with that playing in the background being chased by like a dude <laughs> with a chainsaw. It's wild. Of course, well, they that, had the slinky noise in the background. Yeah, like, ksh, 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 yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was a, that was an ad for the Slinky, nineteen sixty two. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about fads and toys and things. James uh, Industries, Slinky, nineteen forty three. Yeah, came across this on the uh, interwebs. Richard James invented this, more or less, he accidentally, was, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. A, yeah, he was working on a. And a spring to hold a uh, shipboard, you know, tor- you know, all sort of, you know, I guess, you know, mechanical stuff and watched in amazement, I guess, as the story goes. It's one of these things just started walking on its own, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to drop it on a set of stairs and. And it went. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the rest of the story, right? Yeah. Well, but, other than he and his, he and his wife, uh, Betty, uh, then were like, hey, they, they were like. We got something here and they, you know, they turned it into an invention and, you know, marketed it and did pretty well because they're, yeah. they're still being sold mm-hmm. to this day. You can't go into a cracker barrel across the country without finding yourself a slinky or no, Walmart crazy. target. I mean, anywhere that sells toys, really, it's such a novelty toy. Yeah. You know, which is crazy though. So we were, you know, I was researching some of this, um, you know, quickly tonight uh, but I was going down some of these examples, and it's amazing who actually registered trademarks and who didn't. Oh, for some of the toys, yeah. And, and like, you know, fully registered trademarks. Like, I didn't realize, like, looking down, you know, one of the one of the ones that's, I think, notorious is the pet rock. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's just. <laughs> and here, here's a rock with a face on it. Enjoy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's probably listeners out there that maybe don't know what the pet rock was, but apparently if you're from a certain generation. Yeah. You'd get a, a box with like some bedding inside of it with a rock. With a rock. And it was your pet rock. Just a little round stone. They sold millions of them. I know. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And We're that's a registered piece registered. of gravel and charge $3.62 <laughs> for it and go from there. It was crazy. So, you know, lava lamps, not registered trademark, right? Yeah. Mood rings and the yo-yo of all things. Yo-yo. You would think yo-yo would be yo-go. trademarked. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going off of a quick search here. I'd probably need to research further to so if we're if we're if I'm inaccurate, tweet at me. Actually, no, don't. Just, just let him know. Dan loves to be tweeted at. Yeah. So but yeah, fad toys, man. There's been so many. You know, we 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 talked about the Rubik's Cube before the break. The yo-yo, um, man, at the Duncan the tournament yo-yo. If it yo-yo go, comes, comes and goes. I, I was a butterfly kid myself. Well, they, whatever. And you know what? 1929, if it isn't a Duncan, it isn't a yo-yo. So I'm not sure where you're going with this butterfly stuff, but. Duncan made a yo-yo called the butterfly. Oh, okay. So yeah, outsmart me. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, Duncan is the, probably the gold standard when it comes to. 
off the shelf yo-yos. I know there's got to be somebody out there listening to this that's an expert in yo-yos. Probably they're like they're like Dun- Duncan's garbage. They just mass yes. produce all that <laughs> crap, you know. And they're probably right. Um, but as far as what, familiarity okay, so, and recognizability, Duncan's at the top of it. So here's but, uh, here's my question for you because you always hear this question, but in a different context. Trapped on a desert island. What one thing do you take with you? Do you take a yo-yo? You take some. You know, I mean, does root? it have to be a, a fad or novelty toy? I guess not. I just it just <laughs> popped into my head. I'm like, what one thing I take with me? You remember that sex doll we discussed a few weeks oh, ago? <laughs> That's the toy. That's, That's okay. the toy. No, I'm kidding, of course. Um, man, I don't know. It's, I'm, I mean, I'm a Rubik's cube guy. I figured you were going to get like, I've, I've got Rubik's them cube all over the house, and. Uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy them for whatever reason I do. So if I had to pick one gun to my head right now, it'd be a Rubik's Cube. Why not? I could see that. Yeah. I guess you don't classify a deck of cards as a toy. No, nah, that's a tool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for folks who are listening for the first time, Brandon's a, an illusionist. I didn't. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a sleight of hand artist. There's a difference. I whatever. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Exactly. I prefer rutabagas. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> preparing for this, this episode, like I was reminded, um, remember Koosh balls? No, I mean, it was I like re- a pom pom made of broken rubber bands, essentially. No, uh, they were super popular for a while. I, I, I probably had 10 of the things as a kid growing up. Um, Doesn't shock me. But, uh, well, here's one for you. This was a fad. It was not a fad toy, but a fad. The Livestrong bracelets. Yeah, I mean. I mean that, total fad. Total fad. Like, these things weren't here one day, and you went to bed and woke up, and then everybody, everybody yeah. had this yellow bracelet. Everybody. Yeah. And if you didn't have it, you were, like, the biggest loser on the planet. It was really, like, it was a thing. overnight fad for a while. And then, you know. I mean, you could give, I mean, that's, you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, Lance did do a lot in that realm. Kind of messed a few other things up, but that's for another podcast. Not every story has a happy ending. Exactly. But, you you know, yeah, I guess that was trendy for a while. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Like fanny packs, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) I think Brandon's bringing that up because my wife actually recently started wearing one just because she thinks fanny it's packs funny. are coming back like I don't know in this why. country anyway like i've i've seen lots of dudes they wear them ironically it's like the new hipster thing like I fanny so. pack you gotta be you gotta have a fanny pack and it's gotta be like a nice leather one yeah and know, it's, you, it's, it's gotten ridiculous it's a statement piece but yeah we've had we've had so many fads like remember jinko jeans and bell bottoms you know clothing articles and whatnot but then uh you know, one of them we talked about earlier because it's been discussed a lot. Get old Mr. Potato Head or Potato Head. Now. <laughs> of course, we'd have to bring this you up, know. right? Because somehow they're, they're, I guess they're, I don't know. Somebody's accusing somebody of canceling potatoes. We're, we're waging, waging war on children's toys and books these days with Mr. Potato Head getting canceled I, and Dr. Seuss being such garbage canceled. Like, I, I'm so sick of this cancel culture as a platform thing in politics. It's, it's, it's it's so ridiculously childish that it almost doesn't warrant attention. And yet here we are 
Well, this one no. just is kind of funny. I mean, folks, potato, potato, right? But basically a decision was made. I'm trying to find my, my potato head notes here. Um, here it is. So the original one, I guess in 1952. So the Mr. Potato Head Funny Faced Kit. Any fruit or vegetable makes a funny faced man. I mean, they had a point. Yeah. And on the, on the cover of this thing, there's a green one and an orange one. I wouldn't eat a green or orange potato. But anyhow, there's a brown one and like a yellowish one. But like you, you just stuck things on it, like eyeballs and... Yeah. Well, the, the original one, you supplied your own potato, right? Yeah. And of course, you know, 1950s, we were all about the patriarchy. So of course it was Mr. Potato Head and then it became a brand name. And now we're dropping the... Well, then which, they, then which they, I'm fine with. They had to include females, so then I, they had a miss. I've potato, never picked Mrs. up a potato, potato out of the bag and checked its genitalia. <laughs> like I don't care. Uh, I'm gonna mash it or fry it or do whatever. But people are all bent out of shape because they dropped the Mister in Potato Head. Well, it's interesting. Uh, so it's this a, is it's an outrage. This is um, I Has, say Hasbro did this toy originally or kit for the potato, and um, you mentioned an interesting fact. Sometimes there's a, you can have a win-win right on the marketing side of things. So they're like, you know what? We're going to drop the mister. We'll just have potato head. Yeah. And, you know, that sort of fits in with LGBTQ stuff and, and equality. But it also has a potential, I mean, because they like to sell things, to get them in the news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 like, it, it's, it's a win-win. Yeah. If, if you... Are, or Hasbro, right? Is it Hasbro well, or Mattel? I can't remember. It's Hasbro, but, Hasbro. It's, but who it isn't is they. I guess it is they, but there's constant, they canceled something. Oh, the it's they, like, which the, is the constant they. A they, thinly veiled reference to the, the left and yeah. the liberal media. Who knows? And the cancel culture people. But yeah, it's, it's, this whole idea uh, is just silly to me. Like cancel culture is a thing that should be addressed because it is a very specific thing. I would agree. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a form of ostracism um, or boycott or whatever you want to call it. You know, the, the, these concepts have been around. And I think even, even former President Obama had addressed this. And, and he said, you know, people who do really good stuff have flaws. So he, he was kind of mm-hmm. anti-cancel culture. And for the most part, I am too. But if you do something incredibly stupid, you should also be held accountable for it. Right. Um, but now this cancel culture has just been weaponized into a talking point and applied to everything across the board. Right. It's like this giant Republican placebo. And the reason. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. Like it, when you got, got Ted Cruz fundraising to help, help me protect Dr. Seuss from Dr. Seuss's own estate. And they make it about like the government and Joe Biden or whoever's in control on the left no, side has canceled Dr. Seuss. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. But people are just, they buy into this stuff because they want to be mad about something. I'm like, how are you people so angry all the time? If, if you could make a dollar off of every meme that's gone around on Facebook like, in the last three weeks about this, you'd be really, really Oh, rich. it's wild. I mean, the people at the Dr. Seuss estate decided, hey, we're, we're going to quit publishing a few of the books because the optics on them aren't so good in, you know, the 21st century. Um, and well, and people I can, are outraged. You know, and, you know a and book, I commend a book, them. I nobody comm- got pissed off when they quit publishing the Encyclopedia Britannica. No, but because I, it was too expensive. But whatever for this for the zoo, for the for the book stuff, it was. I, I I commend them because there. I guess there's some depictions of Asian folks, and and unfortunately, there's been some nasty stuff and 
feelings regarding the, you know, the pandemic and flu, whatever. And I think they were just sensitive to a few things and, and sort of did a review. I mean, it's, this is what companies do from time to time. Yeah. Like it's, it's been brought up like, yeah, this is kind of offensive to a certain group of yeah. people. And, and frankly, it is, you know, one of the books uh, had, had black people and they were drawn yeah. really closely resembling monkeys and like this stuff is offensive. And yeah, you know, if it doesn't personally offend you, it's, it's probably because you're not one of these ethnicities, but uh, you don't get to speak for them or get outraged because the Dr. Seuss book you never heard right. of until last week suddenly isn't being published anymore. And now that's my favorite book of all. Like, I, I I think I heard one of the six even knew it existed. I was like, oh, I've heard of that one. The other ones I've never even heard of. And these people, you know, act like it's an atrocity. Like this is yeah. green eggs and ham going away. Like I, my father's father and his father before him read it, you know, and it's been handed down from yeah, like you guys have never even read these books for the most part. Um, but you know, this is one of the things that fires us up over here on the 14 questions, bringing up the cancel culture thing is this came up and it came up in a podcast we did several months back, but to watch a representative try to call Tim cookout over Apple's 1984 ad and accused Apple of cancel, which was the most ridiculous. Like the staffers didn't have enough time to research that Apple was the little underdog at the time. Yeah, at the time, it was the exact opposite. But you know, it, it was and, just and sound, frankly, like sound you're, you're, bites and stuff. Dan's, that went all, Dan's yeah. referring to Jim Jordan and in the U.S. House. And you have, and you have guys like him. You have guys like Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley. Tucker Carlson. And these people are speaking from the highest offices in the land or in front of millions of people on network television talking about being canceled. I'm like, you don't have that platform and get to play the victim of being canceled. Their kids like this is childish schoolyard stuff like you. You are in the highest governmental (laughs) office in the land. On the legislative side, going, I'm being canceled. It's well, so the thing upsetting. Is, the, Please send me more money because my Dr. Seuss books went away. Like, it's embarrassing. This is embarrassing at a country that we've reached this point. I, I would agree. Where politics suddenly for the last month in the middle of a pandemic is about a fucking plastic potato and a book <laughs> you never heard of. <laughs> Oh, you're like, killing me. Yeah, it I is. It, like it, this, it's embarrassing. Like yeah. if I can't imagine being in Europe right now, watching this shit after the last four years of nonsense to now be like, well, I guess that era is not quite over yet. They're fighting in the halls of Congress about a fucking potato, <laughs> a plastic potato, a plastic potato. People it's have not, even, about it's not even like we have a famine, right? Like some people have experienced over the centuries. Uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's infuriating. Like I'm about to get myself way too hot under the collar because I already dropped an F bomb about a toy, but here we are. <laughs> right. Well, you know, do you want to talk about things that haven't been canceled yet? <laughs> <laughs> things that might be canceled soon. I don't know. Like the hula hoop. Yeah. And again, like I think it, the whole thing is silly to me. Like, it's, I don't, it's I don't have an opinion ridiculous. one way or the other. Like yeah. Mr. Potato Head. I don't, I don't see the need to change it because again, I can understand that. Like it's, I'm sorry, Mr. Potato Head should offend no one. Right. It's like somebody calling you Mr. Cone and they're like, you can't address him with that male pronoun. Like, well, no, he's Mr. Cone, you know, like whatever. Um, And again, I can understand the context in the 1950s 
we were kind of a patriarchal society. So it's going to be Mr. Potato Head because it had a mustache for one. Yeah. Um, And that's become a brand name and we go and, and move forward. And I think like there's a certain level of wokeness that just again becomes silly. It's like, who can outwoke the wokest person to become the new woke yeah. champion? Like it's like old Highlander television shows. Like there can be only one. I'm the wokest motherfucker. You know, yeah. like so this this pendulum swings both ways. And I think there are some very serious issues in this country and things that need to be addressed um, because they are very harmful. Uh, Absolutely, but these are not the issues to be fighting over. And the fact no. that we've been we've been. I don't know, just beaten down for so long as a nation and divided so much that like this is the hot topic of controversy. It's what, you know, it's what people think after being in their houses for a year. Well, half of the people that, you know, tried to, I mean, maybe like we've all been psychologically impacted by this, this pandemic situation. But, um, I wonder how much of the potato heads are going for online right now. Like the originals. That's a good question. It's gotta be a lot. Maybe we should buy one. <laughs> we need our we need our potato head. Yeah. Anyhow, hula hoops. Hula hoops. Yeah. They haven't, can, they haven't canceled those yet. They've not canceled hula hoops yet. That, apparently, some people think they're a fad. I, I would still think they're they're being used. I'm sure at Burning Man and stuff. And I mean, I know enough people that have taken enough ecstasy. Yeah, and they have lights <laughs> you know? in them now and stuff. Yeah. The hula hoop's kind of fun. The hula hoop's not going to go away. That's another one. It's perpetual. Literally. Perpetual toy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find an end to this thing. How about the hacky sack? The hacky, that was on my list actually down here. I figured you had a hacky sack. On I did. List. I had a few hacky sacks. Right. Because I was a soccer player. Yeah. And so, you know, like that community kind of overlapped with each other where like a lot of the people yeah. that I played soccer with growing up, we also had hacky sacks because we could... Like work on our foot skills, right? They were kind of oh, cool. They were. Well, they cool, are. Man. They are cool. I, I actually see them from time to time. You'll see people in like in yeah. a park and be like, "What are they doing? Dancing?" No, they got a got a hacky sack thing going on over there. Yep, hacky sack. It should be canceled because I mean, let's be honest. The hacky sack is basically a gateway drug. <laughs> so, you, know, like, you spend enough time with a hacky sack, you're going to meet a shady character with a pocket full of marijuana. I, I assure you. No, no, no. That's the the, sh- the shady one here is the is the mood ring. Ooh, the mood ring. Yeah, which is I what think a scam. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> those those don't work, folks. Or do they? Does, does the mood ring actually work? I mean, they change colors, but uh, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've never had one accurately describe my mood. What about, um, I'm just going to say it, cabbage kids. <laughs> cabbage, cabbage patch, patch kids. kids, but yeah. Yeah, those were definitely fun. Do you remember back in 80s toys, right? You remember popples? No. Popples? They were, they were like little furry stuffed animals. Um, bright, vibrant colors with like a pom-pom on the end of their tail. But then they had a, um, like a pocket on their back. So you could turn the stuffed animal inside out and it became like a furry ball. So like, and then you could like pop it back out of the ball shape into this stuffed animals. They were really bizarre, but incredibly popular. So like a marsupial that you could. Turn in on itself. But its pocket was on its back and it stored itself. Yes, exactly. Exactly correct. 
But yeah, they, it, went, it went from this weird. like cute little nondescript animal thing to just a fur ball and back again. That and then they weird. made like punk rock popples at one time. Um, really weird. And then the weird. Furby, you remember Furby? Yeah, Furbies. Yeah. Those things, the year they came out. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a child, teenager at this time. And uh, Christmas Eve, I'm at my grandmother's house. I'm down in the basement office, just browsing the internet because that was all new and fancy and fun at the time. And her home had like this 20 foot mantle around the fireplace. And that's where all the stockings went. So I finally decided to turn in for the night at say 4 a.m. I come up the stairs out of the basement. The house is absolutely quiet. And there's some embers still glowing in the fireplace. And I'm looking and I'm hearing these weird clicking, like mechanical clicking sounds and like, and then I see like 30 pairs of eyes staring at me. And I swear to God, I thought I was hallucinating. I'm like, what in the hell is happening right now? And she had bought Furbies for everybody in the family and stuck them in the stockings, not realizing that when you squeeze their little bellies is when they kind of wake up and are active. And then they learn to talk to each other. And so that I'm just, I was bizarre. like, what the hell is happening? I was absolutely freaked out for about three and a half seconds going, I don't know what the hell this is, but I see blinking eyes and weird noises and it freaked me the hell out. That was my first experience with a Furby. I thought you were to say like three and a half years. Again, nightmares. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious when I finally dawned on me when my eyes adjusted. And I was like, oh, that's the Furby things. But yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on right now? That is craziness. So what else? You got anything else before we uh, wrap it up? I mean, we could go on and on and on forever about fads and and weird things. So... I don't know. We need to, if you have anything else to add on, I don't actually. Mm-hmm. Other than I'll mention, you know, I still Lego. Lego's a cool toy. Like, I, you know, I love some, them. You know, nieces and nephews and stuff. And oh, for adults, man, I can't go into a Lego yeah. store. If I go into a Lego store, it's, it's like I'm going to swipe an Amex. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I don't know why I bought it, but I bought the seven foot, you know, Star Wars ship. Yeah, like here we go. There's 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 this big giant cruiser that's massive to hang from my ceiling. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah. Legos, Legos are amazing. True. And not a fad. Nah. Cool. Well, shall we leave it there? I think we shall. All right, folks. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
shit.